Hey, welcome back to Stratford and Chat. I brought my mic back. Hopefully the audio is a lot better this time around. Uh, the boys are coming off a pretty lackluster, uh, uneventful draw against Leeds at Ellen Road. Boring. It's pretty boring. Not going to lie. I mean, it basically shows that Ollie is going to put all his eggs in the Europa League from now on. But I'll be honest with you, man. I think it's been... I, I don't really have many notes, you know, from the from the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I zero zero. It's it was such a nothing game, which is kind of disappointing because you know after the last game we had against Leeds, which was like one of the most I guess thrilling games of the season, to kind of turn around and and get this sort of game was a bit bit disappointing. But um, you can kind of see it happening, or you can kind of see it coming. I guess you know we're off the back of five straight wins. We're kind of bound to, you know. I don't know, just kind of coast, coast through. Cause I think that we feel very comfortable in the league. Um, so I don't know. I just didn't see a lot of urgency in this game. Uh, and I think Leeds were also just happy to take the point, the point as well. Cause they're kind of in a, in a decent position in the table. They're not really fighting for much. So it was just kind of like a throwaway game, to be honest. I'm just kind of sad that, you know, in our form, like we won't see the five W's. Like it's so satisfying True. to see all this. I like know what the you green mean. five yeah. W's on Google, and yeah. now it's like it's it. We have a gray D now. God, <laughs> it's like it just ruins it to be honest. But our away record from, or our our away record is still, uh, perfect. No losses, right? Ten wins, seven draws. That's a lot of draws. But that's a lot of draws. But no losses. And uh, if we keep that up for the rest of the season, we'd be the only team to do that since guess which team the invincibles the invincibles the arsenal invincibles so i mean uh you know that'd be something that's pretty cool um kind of useless because who cares about you know like i'd rather have good home home form um but hey i'll take it yeah I, i'll take this current squad over the invincibles any day <laughs> i'm totally kidding but yeah we're being being very sarcastic with that one yeah. we're not you know that much of a bias bias united fans um but yeah man honestly i don't have any notes uh for the game like there was literally no chances i think our best chances was uh were maybe rashford's free kick bruno had a decent chance at the beginning of the second half but other than that you know no real talking points and you know Leeds didn't really uh they didn't really test us they didn't really test dean so Man, I think we move. Yeah, I think Bielsa said something like, "Okay, like if you if you concede a goal today, that's our season over." Basically, you know, that's how they basically approached yeah, they, it. They defended really well. I mean, they 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 pressed really well. When one of our players had the ball, they all pressed together as a unit really really well. They, they didn't give us time on the ball like like we usually do. So um, it is what it is. I mean. I think one of the one of the I guess talk talking points, if you want to call it that, was uh, I w- what I would characterize as Ollie's stubbornness to utilize his bench in this game. Uh, typically, uh, you know, we would see a change earlier. Uh, for example, we take off somebody like Dan James a lot, a lot earlier, and you know, we'd sub on Pogba and we you know, bring on Cavani earlier because it just gives us a different dynamic. Like we, like we just play differently and just, it's, a, you know, different ways to put the ball in the back of the net. 
But I guess in this game, he was a bit stubborn because maybe he had one eye on the uh, Europa League fixture this week. I mean, I could have sworn that Pogba and Cavani were warming up around like the 50th, 60th minute, but I don't think they they were subbed on until like way later than that. And I yeah, think- I think Cavani was like 82nd and then Pogba maybe like, 75 something like that like you might as well just put Dan van de Beek on a bit earlier you know like switch up oh yeah he got put on like 89th minute like, what like, was the point of, of that <laughs> I, I, feel, I know it's feel bad for donnie there just doing him dirty we just keep doing him dirty like i'd rather see like that we try the diamond and take off you know dan james because he was offering us just absolutely nothing take uh, Again, we're not big Dan James stands yeah. on the podcast for good reason, to be honest. I mean, you know, he can do some good work and he's a good footballer, but, you know, he's not at the level of Manchester United. And and, and that's abundantly clear. And, uh, you know, I mean, even in this game, he, he had a couple of chances to do something and he kind of just, you know, he just didn't have the magic, didn't have the stuff. You know, he's just not that kind of player. He's just like, I felt like we were just running into the defenders constantly. That like we dribble, 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 and then we just lose the ball. Like before we enter yeah. the box or whatever. Um, if anything, I think this highlights just how much of a gap we'll have to fill if Paul leaves the summer. Like we're actually trash without Paul. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say that we're trash without him. But I, I think like. We did, but survive. he's a great player. He gives us a lot. You know, there's no secret. Yeah, I mean, like, I just don't like. I, I don't know if Bruno. I mean, Bruno did carry us without Paul. You know, before the lockdown last year, right? We even beat City last year without Paul. Like that was. But what I'm trying to say is, like, we I play th- a lot differently yeah. without him. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul's like it, almost impossible to replace, in my opinion. So I don't know what contingency plan we'll have basically, but I don't know. There's no, I just, I think if you asked me six months ago or whenever the whole, you know, aging comments, you know, about him leaving or whatnot, like I was so set on just like having him sold because it's not worth the headache. I still do think that as well, but yeah, definitely. But again, you know, time heals all wounds and football is a changing game you know so here we are what is it like yeah four or five months later and i'm desperate we we need him (laughs) (laughs) yeah but he also you know he seems somewhat happy like you know he's playing a lot more consistently he's contributing to the team um he's even been played a bit uh, further up the pitch where where he likes it so and you know like it's easy to be in a good mood when the team is winning like for the most part, we're a winning team this season, which is great. Um, you know, we've already beat our point total from last season, right? With the draw against Leeds, so it's it's been yeah, that's a that's a good win for us, and it's been a good season overall. Um, even if we crash out of Europa League, I think you know it's been a good season. It's been an improvement, but then again, you know there is a gap there between us and City. And uh, we're just not there yet. And I don't think that this squad is there yet. We need to improve the squad if we want to get to that kind of level. But is that going to happen this summer? More and more, it doesn't look like it, man. I mean, 
I just, I don't know. I just don't see a lot of activity this summer. I think to be fair, I think we've closed the gap. We've definitely closed the gap. I don't know how much more we can close it down by next season, though. That's the big with this current squad. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know if we can at all. Like, would adding a Kane or Sancho? I don't think that's enough either. That's still not enough. Like, we'll need at least Damn. like two, three players. Damn, we suck, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just how that's how much better a city is. And if they get Holland, it's just like it's game over. I think. Yeah, so we'll have again. to respond. We'll have to respond. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. that's that's still uh, the jury's still out on that one. I guess when we get close to the end of the season, we'll see we'll see more transfer rumors. But for now, for now, we're just kind of coasting through the season. I mean, listen, City's going to win the league. There's no doubt about that. Um, we are five points ahead of Leicester, and we are are we twelve ahead of fifth. I can't remember. I don't have the table with me right now, but it's seen. It's like I think. Knock on wood. I I do think top four is like we have a pretty good cushion. I feel pretty good about it. But I think it'd be really disappointing if we ended fourth somehow at the end of all this. Oh yeah, no, that'd be that'd be super disappointing. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. It's kind of more of a pride thing. Like yeah. top four is is kind of secured. Um, but kind of a pride thing. I think just finishing second looks good. Yeah. You know, finishing second two years in a row also looks good. I mean, again, who? There's no trophy for second place. We were third. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, no. We were second last season. On goal differential. No, we were third. We were third. It was Liverpool City. Us. The, oh, yeah, true, true, yeah, true, yeah, true, yeah. true, 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 true. I just kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I was just kind of seeing it as, as second because it's like best of the rest type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny. But yeah, so improvement. There you go. Uh, yeah, second this definitely, season. Definite improvement. And you see it in the play as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do play better. We do play. We're more confident on the ball than last season and all that. But again, I'm still of the mentality that Ollie's great and he's given us a lot in terms of getting us back to that winning mentality and a sense of pride in the way we conduct ourselves, in our attitude on the pitch, as well as off of it, in our belief. Um, but is he going to take us to that next level of winning a league title, going the distance in the Champions League? I don't think so. I don't think he's that kind of manager. I think the buck stops with with that. Don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate him a, a lot for for, for 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 what he's done, and he's been very successful at you know getting the players to believe in themselves. Um, but yeah, I you know. There, I think there's a plateau with with Ali, so I I can only hope that the board and you know I can't believe we haven't gone this far and we haven't talked about the ESL. Uh, we'll talk about the ESL after this, but um, I can only hope that the club is sort of actively scheming for the next manager. You know who's going to fill that role because there's been whispers recently with uh, Nagelsmann, um, you know, starting to get courted by Bayern now that uh flick has announced he's leaving right so he's probably off the market i think so, he's definitely you know, off to byron i yeah I really so we do so we we got to start thinking like who's that next manager who's who's going to take us that extra mile right yeah i whatever happens with ollie you know i think he's i think we'll 
definitely appreciate the foundation that he's laid. Um, I think he's gotten the absolute best out of Luke and Mason. I mean, if- well, yeah, Mason. Mason's been really good, honestly. Again, very confident in his recent games, and like I've been really impressed with him. Yeah, I mean, sorry, just a side. Yeah, note. I mean, I don't think that would have happened under Jose had he continued, right? Definitely not Luke, because Luke would have been sold by now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for me, that just needs to be like a clear, obvious, much better candidate that plays attacking football. Like I, I do not, I do not want someone like Allegri coming in. Because I think we're just going, we're just going like a few steps backwards, you know, like Jose, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. It's tricky. I mean, to tell you the truth, I don't have the answer. I don't know what manager could possibly take us to that level. You know, I don't know. I don't know if there's one out there, if there's a diamond under the rough somewhere at one of these other clubs. You know, I just, I guess I'm hoping that there's somebody at the club that's actually researching this and trying to find a best fit for the club um yeah because you have to respect our our you know our values and the way we like to play football right like good counter-attacking uh football with like talented players right um so like you have to respect that but then you also got to find a manager that fits that persona as well we see it a little bit with ollie because he was raised in that doctrine so he kind of knows what it what it's like and he can promote it to a certain extent but again, he has a plateau, in my opinion, you know, a ceiling. And uh, if we if we want to break that ceiling and get closer to City, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to bring somebody else in. But again, that's probably you know not next year, maybe not the year after that. You know, so you got to think long term. I mean, anything could happen, right? Maybe Pochettino gets sacked by PSG. I don't know. Crazier things have happened <laughs> yeah. in football. Yeah, I true, think he's still true. my guy. Um, Speaking of crazy things that happen in football, um, so you know, just to touch back on the ESL because oh yeah, that was a thing last week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Last week we had a pretty dramatic episode, you know, talking about the you know drastic implications of what could happen and how detrimental it would be to football, which is still the case. Um, But yeah, a lot can happen in a week, and uh, the ESL has sort of uh, crumbled to the ground. More. it's it's still alive right but it's kind of it's been beaten down and it's you know near death um all english clubs it started with i think the dominoes really started to fall with city and chelsea i think they were the first ones to announce um that they were you know leaving the 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 league or, or whatever they called it and then you know the dominoes started falling the other english clubs followed suit and that was just based off of you know all these like we were seeing these protests outside of these stadiums right um like the chelsea protests and all that and it was just really even like you know political figures um even players spoke out against it liverpool team flat out came out and said we don't like this we don't want this to go through so it just got this huge backlash and then yeah, it just it just kind of fell through. The English clubs went down, and then the Spanish clubs, Italian clubs, and it seems like the only remaining, the only remaining teams right now, I think, are Real Madrid and Barcelona, at the moment, right? And maybe Juve. I can't remember. Or maybe they they pulled off. But anyways, it's the ESL is dead in the water, um, <clears throat> and it's all thanks to the fans, man. I mean, again, like it's just it was such a stupid idea, and it seems like the owners they didn't even consider 
and it just shows how detached they are from what the sport actually means and, and what it's about, the culture of it. They're just so detached from it. They didn't even consult. They didn't even ask a fan, hey, what do you think about this? They just thought, of course he wants to see Manchester United play Real Madrid every week. Of course they want to see Barcelona, uh, PSG. Of course they want to see Messi, Ronaldo. They didn't actually take into consideration that people appreciate this game because of the competition and it's merit-based and the pyramid that, you know, there's a chance you get relegated. There's a chance you get promoted. There's magic in that, right? There's a chance you make it to the Champions League. All the things that just make it so great, right? There, That was jeopardized by all this. So I, I know that was a little rant. I'll let, you, I'll let you go, Chris. But, you know, like in general, I'm just very happy that it's just kind of dead in the water. At, for now, at least. Honestly, all I mean, I think you've nailed it on the head. Uh, I basically, yeah, I, I just, I don't think there's much more to say. Oh, I will say one thing though. I think Florentino Perez is now the most loved and hated man in Manchester, because you know, because of this, our boy Ed Woodward is finally stepping down at the end of the year. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's a huge W for us. I mean, that is a huge W. Did you see though? I saw this news article that commented on the fact that he. And again, I don't know if this is, you know, hearsay or whatever, but he stepped down because he couldn't support the Super League. Biggest cap of all caps <laughs> in I know, it cap be, history. Right it, there. It, 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 that could be a cap because I don't know and no one will know, to be honest. But yeah, it is good news because at the end of the day, we kind of really got nowhere with Ed Woodward at the helm so it's it's you know changes is welcomed especially at the front office there i mean it was literally said that ed woodward would be a chairman at the eso so i don't know why he's even trying to save face at the moment yeah, I know. it doesn't look good for him it doesn't look good for him like i i hope uh, he never has another football job in his life because that guy is an absolute classless piece of trash just awful person I would say. Hey, man, you don't even know the guy. It could it could be really nice. He's attacking our club. He's attacking our family. So <laughs> he's attacking our family. He, therefore, he's attacking our mental health. So therefore, okay, there it is. Yeah, there's there the link. Okay, I see. there's the link. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously, uh, he didn't have the best track record with us, but I think the know. big question now is like, will the Glazers sell? I know there were some rumors about them wanting to sell now since they can't make more money off the ESL. So they're probably thinking like, oh, you know, do we, do we even want to bother with this? I mean, do you think it'll happen? Or uh, I don't. I don't think it'll happen. Uh, I just think that Manchester United is just too valuable of a brand to give up. You know, if the ESL never existed... You have to ask yourself, would Manchester United continue to be profitable? Yes. It's Manchester United. It's like arguably the biggest club in the world with the most fans in the world. You know, regardless if, if you're getting guaranteed 310 million a season, you you can still generate a ton of money from sponsorships and all, all those things. So from, from their perspective, it's still a huge cash cow for them. And, you know, they're... Again, I mentioned it before, but they're kind of bleeding in their other businesses, right? With lots of 
uh, commercial real estate, especially with malls in the, in, in, in the United States. So if anything, they need money and they're pulling out money from Manchester United. They need that cash, right? So I just, I just don't think that they're going to, they're going to leave anytime soon. Like it's, it's great to see, I guess, protests, um, you know, fans coming together. But again, it, it, it makes me nervous too, though. You know, I, I, I don't know if other people consider this, but if someone buys the club, like I'm nervous about that. Like, what are they going to do? You know, is this going to bring a period of instability? Like what changes are they going to bring? You know, it's not like it's a guaranteed success story if another owner comes in. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not a hundred percent. You know, it could go really poorly and it could be worse than the than the previous uh regime. So, you know, I kind of take it with a grain of salt, you know, if if there is a new owner. But to answer your question, Chris, I don't think it'll happen. Not anytime soon. Jeff Bezos, if you're listening to this, um but come outside. <laughs> Blood. <laughs> my man, my man, Jeff Bezos. Listen, I know, I know you got a lot of time on your hands these days. Step down as CEO. Why not? Why not buy a club? But uh, you know, but speaking of realistic, uh, you know, changes in ownership, I think one that's been getting traction in the news uh, as of late is Arsenal, right? So the owner of Spotify from Sweden, I his name escapes me, uh, but very rich guy, lots of money. Um, he apparently was a big Arsenal fan growing up. So he tweeted out, I think it was last week. Hey, listen, Kroenke, if you guys are selling, I'm willing to put my hat in the rings. Something along those lines. And here we are a week later, and this is getting serious traction. I think he's seriously preparing a bid, uh, a consortium bid with the likes of uh, Patrick Vieira, Thierry Henry, Dennis Burkamp. So like, I don't know, man. This is, this is really interesting. What are your What are your thoughts on this potential acquisition? So I spoke to an Arsenal supporter this morning, and I think he told me like the Cronkies are worth around twenty billion dollars or whatever, yeah. and Spotify itself is only worth like three billion. So unless my Spotify premium subscription is like doubling in the next three years, then I can't I can't see this happening. And God but forbid, going... I'm paying more money for Spotify <laughs> just to fund just to fund Arsenal's transfer fund. True, dude. Man, we should we should all boycott Spotify. Apple wouldn't Music be... was always my friend. <laughs> wouldn't that be so funny if Spotify did buy Arsenal and then all the Premier League fans around the world just started boycotting Spotify? We just we just stop our subscriptions. I, I, I'd actually then, do that. I think that I would. And then. And then everyone else in England just stops. No, I, I actually couldn't do that. I, I'm a big fan of Spotify. Shout out to people listening on Spotify right now. Actually, this will be hosted on Spotify, so we can't really yeah, talk I know. crap about it. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Spotify. Great platform. Um, yeah, we can't talk bad on Spotify. because No cap, though. I think I would switch to Apple Music. <laughs> I think damn. I would. <laughs> No, damn. Actually, I love Spotify. I'm a big Spotify guy over over Apple Music. I think they have better playlists. Like they're, I think their algorithm is a lot better, to be honest. But I think yeah. they do pretty much the same job, in my opinion. So I don't know. Maybe I'm not a music connoisseur like you, Max. So true. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a you know it's an interesting deal. I mean. Cause you know, we see all these protests and like, I always kind of see them as being a bit, um, you know, how should I say it? Wishful, you know, wishful thinking, 
when I see a ton of fans mobilizing against the man, you know, the big boss, the corporation, I don't see a lot of value in that because at the end of the day, if they're making money, <laughs> they're not bothered, you know, like they can just keep keep ownership of it and and keep making money. So I don't even we'll think they're in the UK right now. They're probably just chilling in Florida. So I'm pretty sure that's what the Glazers oh, no, are. They doing. are. Yeah, no, no. They're 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 big. They're big chilling in the states. Listen, the, yeah. The 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 Cronky family, I think what like they own the LA Rams, right? Yeah. Um so like they I think do they own the Nuggets the as Colorado well? Colorado Rapids? The Nuggets. I think. The Nuggets, okay. Yeah, so man, like they're yeah, they're in the states. They don't care. Um, yeah, they're fine. They're they're decrying in their hundred dollar bills. They're wiping their tears with. Uh... That's that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I... So yeah, that's uh, that's that's ESL. Did did we miss anything? Did we miss any big uh, big developments in terms of the ESL? No, that's basically it. We'll see. There's more to see, more to come. Oh, I mean, I mean, we'll see about like you know there are obviously you know unfounded rumors about maybe Real Madrid getting unfair treatment tomorrow um in their match against chelsea obviously it's gonna be obvious if that actually happens but there's no way oh yeah i guess i guess another another uh talking point though is like you know is uefa gonna pursue sanctions against the teams that participated so namely us or i guess us and uh you know like the teams that are that are still in the competitions right chelsea psg and uh real madrid and City, everyone. Well, PSG. Oh, not PSG. PSG, they weren't even invited. Not PSG. Yeah, they were yeah. cool enough. They would have been default winners, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I guess, I mean, I'm I'm of the opinion that I think sanctions on the teams now or even in the future would just be bad, would be in bad faith. I think if UEFA want to punish the teams, I think that instead of like deducting points and take kicking them out of tournaments because you know being a little bit biased here that would suck for us um as fans you know uh i think that they should find some way to just bring them to the table you know and just get conversations going and talk about okay so you guys are hurting financially you know how can we work together to find a solution and uh yeah, I think that's oh, that's what it is. I mean, I mean it's, can it's, I oh can I say something? Because I think the yeah. the the new proposed Champions League format that's also generating a lot of controversy, and I, for good reason as well. I, I don't see how that's any better. Um, yeah, super under the radar too. Yeah, Maybe yeah. this whole UEFA Super League thing was a big conspiracy to just hide the new proposed change under the rug so that nobody really complains about it because it's not good for the players. I think because they just play more, like ten matches right? instead of. Um, in the group stage instead of however many it's just like it doesn't make sense to me it really doesn't um i don't know hey at least we got ed woodward out of the club so i i still see this a win this is still a win for us so it's a win in our books fair enough yeah okay well you know speaking of european competitions um man my transitions are just on point actually let's talk about um are you gonna talk about the europa league or yeah 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 why don't we talk about eric Bailly? Uh, he signed an extension today, right? Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. a little, little, uh, which is kind of surprising. I mean, we've been in contract talks with Bayou for what seems to be ages now. You know, the, kind of the rumors came up a while back when I think he was playing because it's like he he just always is just perpetually injured. So it's like I can't even get excited about signing him. 
because we know how he's our best center back and we've said it before, but he is just a guarantee injury. So it's like, who cares that he signed, right? And he's not playing. And I think he's happy not playing because he's just happy that he settled. I think his family settled here. Um, You know, he likes the squad, so he's just going to stick around. But like, he's not going to (laughs) play. I think even though he's been at the club like three or four years longer than Harry has, Harry still has more games games. played. Wouldn't be surprised. I feel like we're... My only question is, why? Why are we doing this? Did we not learn from Phil Jones? Because I think we're just headed down the same path. We're just wasting wages. We we just like injured people. We just like injured center backs. I don't know. We just we're just hoarding them. I guess it's like money laundering at this point. I don't know. Because like you know, don't get me wrong. Like if Bayou was playing day in and day out, this was a fantastic. This would be a fantastic signing. But he's not. This guy's always out. So who cares? You know what I mean? That's why I found it surprising that he did sign. Because I thought, you know, when when a player isn't playing and he's getting injured all the time and he's in and out of the squad, it's a bit. It's a bit harder to, uh, you know, to feel like you belong. So I was a bit surprised to see him sign for another, what is it, three, three, four years. So, Do you think this rules us out from signing a center back this summer? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, I think, uh, again, the club knows that this guy's always injured. So, like, we, like, you know, they're not stupid. We can't rely on him. We can't rely on, on Baye. I mean... We can't even rely on Victor and Harry all year either. Yeah, so. well, that's another that's another story. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, we can yeah, talk man, about again. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We don't know what's going to happen in the summer in terms of transfer activity. Whether it's getting a center back, a midfielder, a striker, we feels like we need everybody again, once again. And I just don't think that there will be a lot of a lot of action. But you know, that's to be determined and we will see next summer um but yeah sticking to the season though uh the europa league good old europa league um we have a semi-final fixture against roma which is actually pretty exciting it's kind of a good european tie we've seen it before or we've had luck with them um in the champions league i think we like destroyed them there's just i'm remembering this one game where i think we handedly beat them maybe seven one or something like that uh the good old days but uh yeah no this is kind of like a good you know mouth-watering fixture i mean i don't think rome is doing too bad in syria at the moment i don't think they're doing great but regardless they're a good team so it's going to be a good matchup I think we've had some pretty interesting opponents in the Europa League so far. So, I mean, it'll keep me watching. I, I, I mean, yeah, Roma's a pretty historic club, so I'm excited to play them anytime. But, you know, I, I think I'm more excited about the prospect of maybe playing Arsenal in the final. So that has yeah, yeah, more yeah. bearing. I mean, if, I if we I, do make it, God, touch on that, please, yeah. please. If, if we lose to Arsenal and they, they sneak into the Champions League, I'm just... Oh, I don't even want to think about it. So really quickly on Roma, fun fact, actually, I used to be like kind of a fan of Roma when I was a kid because one of my favorite players growing up was Francesco Totti. Yes, Francesco Totti. He was one of my favorite, favorite players. I think he was he was just amazing. So I like I used to get Roma kits all the time. 
I used to be a big, big fan. I was, I'm just, I'm just remembering this now. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I have like a childhood affinity to, uh, to Roma and honestly, man, they just have, I just think they have some of the cleanest kits in the game, the cleanest, right? So their away kit this year is pretty fire. I gotta say. Yeah. And just their emblem is just so nice, man. Yeah. Anyways, just getting that out of the way. Yeah. On to, um, you know, my opinion, and I guess maybe we differ a little bit in terms of, you know, the importance of the Europa League, but I really couldn't care less about this semifinal, about the Europa League. Um, you know, we've been there, done that recently in terms of, of winning it. it. Again, it's just like one of those things. Okay, it'd be, it'd be good as opposed to bad to win a trophy. It's a net, it's a positive, but not much more than that for the team. And it's good to get over the semifinal hump, blah, blah, blah. But other than that, like, I really don't care about the Europa League. What I do care about is if we do beat Roma, if we do get to the final, like you mentioned before, I would value beating Arsenal and, you know, not allowing them to qualify for the Champions League more highly than actually winning the trophy. You know, like, that's kind of how I see things because... I mean, I've been watching the Arsenal fan TV uh, as you do when they lose um, <laughs> and their post-game interviews and stuff. And they are putting all their eggs in one basket when it comes to um, this season. And they're putting it all in Europa League because, you know, obviously this season hasn't been great for them. Uh, that goes without saying. So they're saying, and like this is like a consensus for them, like if they lose the Europa League, Arteta's gone. You know, it's, it's it's like very dramatic for them. It's like do or die for them. So it would just be so funny. It would be so, so funny to beat them in the Europa League final. That would be just icing on the cake for the season. I'm more nervous about um, lose the idea of losing to Arsenal in the final. And I think like, even though the, we, we both know they're not that very good this year, but They've just been our bogey team. Yeah, we haven't performed well against them at all. We had two bad games against them. Yeah. So it does make me nervous because they're going to try so hard. I know. To but win that I, final. again, I, I see it as no real downside besides just our pride. You know, for me, it's only upside in terms of that means like a lot if we to lose, me. we lose. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's pride. And it, yeah, you, it does mean a lot. But like, oh, man. It, for them, it's like, it's like real stakes, like Champions League qualification, you know, hope for the next season. We won't fire our manager. We're, you know, it's like, it's a lot riding on it. And we were, we were in that position um, when we won it, right? Because I think when we won the Europa League, that made us qualify to the Champions League. So I remember when I watched the Europa League and like, we had a lot riding on it when we beat Ajax and I was like super into it. Because, you know, if we if we won that, we were in the Champions League, things were going to get better. And so that's where Arsenal is right now. Um, and again, they, they've had a miserable season. So you can imagine that, that they are clinging on to the absolute thinnest of, of, of threads, you know, of, of having a, a good season. And it's the Europa League. So I hope that they win the semifinal. I hope that they advance. And I hope we do as well. And I hope we get that matchup because it would just be funny. And we could get uh, Sebi uh, on the pod, have him as a recurring guest. 
Um, shout out to you, Sebi, if you're listening to this right now, uh, <laughs> which I doubt you are, but anyway, it is what it is. And um, yeah, so it just be, it's just been really funny. Yeah, I, I'm more afraid of losing, but it's Arsenal. So why am I even afraid of losing? Ooh, burn. Burn, roasted. Um, but yeah, hey, man, so uh, that's... Uh, but first off, though, I mean, shout out to Robbie from AFTV, though. I think he's, a, he's an absolute lad. He's the, the Don. The Don Robbie. Don Robbie. Robbie. The Don Robbie. Man, I can't stop watching those compilations of AFTV members getting baited. Big dub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those are funny too. Um <laughs> yeah, Hugh J <laughs> was it I, yeah, I swallow. <laughs> we won't we won't finish those, but yeah, it's kind of a let's just say the Arsenal fan TV is 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 a content factory. Um and it just keeps us entertained. So shout out to you, Don Don Robbie. Um but yeah, man. Also important games this week. Uh I guess we can mention them. Maybe some would say more important games than ours. The the Champions League fixtures this week. So uh, obviously the the two semifinal games on Tuesday we have Real Madrid Chelsea. Chris, give me your predictions. I actually have faith in this Real Madrid Madrid team. They always seem to like step up um, in the Champions League when it matters. I don't know. It's like Zidane's like bald head just gives them powers in the Champions League. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's what it is for sure. Is it um, who has the away leg or home leg first? I think that uh, the home team in the first fixture is Madrid. Okay, I'm gonna say a two-one victory for Real Madrid. Like on on aggregate? No, for this for this leg. Okay. What? What about on aggregate? Like, like who goes through? I think we'll decide that next week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you want to decide I now? Mean, yeah, kind of. Okay. Okay. <laughs> or okay. Instead of doing the actual like aggregate scores, man, I'll just just say who who win, who who pass. I, I I'm, I'm rooting both. for Madrid. I okay. So for Chelsea Real Madrid, I think pains me to say this, but I think uh, I have like no faith in Madrid. I'm surprised they got this far. I don't think they're a good team. I've said it before, um, but I think I think Chelsea's going to go through two uh, one. Aren't they getting Ramos back? Uh, he's like he had COVID, but I think he should be good to go. Yeah, he's like he like posted a video on Instagram of him like training and stuff, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how quick that is. I, I just don't That's see him to be determined. Match, even if he's true, half true, fit, true. he'll 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 show up. True, and then uh, Wednesday, PSG Paris Saint Germain against. Manchester City. It pains me to say this, but I think City are going to make it to the final this year. Is this their year, do you think? It's got to be, right? I thought for sure that Dortmund were going to pull it off, right? And City were going to choke, but man, they're they're looking... Hates, it pains me to say this, but Foden, everyone's just clicking. I just don't see them missing a the step. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think City goes through. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say City goes through four two. Like PSG will only lose because their their backline is just not as good. Man, PSG are getting carried by Neymar and Mbappe. I'm they absolutely carried. They're 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 so like lopsided on, you know, the attacking side of things. It sucks. Like you know, 
of all the teams that are left in the competition, I'd probably say I hope Madrid wins because I don't really. Oh, thank you to Perez, you know, for. Uh, for yeah, give him a Champions yeah, exactly. League. Exactly. I don't to mind celebrate. that. I'll root for them. I mean, but. I, I I don't mind PSG or Real Madrid winning. I don't. Again, yeah, I don't. Anytime in it. A team in, in in the Premier League wins and it's not us. It just it just hurts, you know. Like I don't like PSG after the whole, you know, our history with them. But I actually would like to see uh, Pochettino win a trophy and Ender Herrera. Yeah, yeah. But that would mean Di Maria would would be. Uh, oh, the snake! Yeah, the snake right. would be. I guess. I guess I would put Real Madrid winning. Yeah. Above PSG, I'd be okay with that. Oh god, I feel like it's gonna be a Chelsea City final. It's gonna they will have the root for Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, who would oh, you rather god. have win and who would you rather have win in that case? It's gotta be Chelsea, right? It's gotta be. Oh god. I've been I've been absolutely it's ragging got, on it, Chelsea this whole year, too. I know, got but it's so gotta lucky be, with the draw, man. Having Porto. But Manchester, yeah, they well was, Chelsea got really lucky with their group. And then yeah, they had Porto and then they had they had Atletico Madrid, which is like a decent team, um, but again, you know, not the best. Um, but yeah, they had a really easy group. That's the thing. And then yeah, they. So. Yeah. I you mean, know, again, I think if Man if Man City wins the champ, then we have nothing over them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they would. They'd get the double as well. Actually, would would still. Oh, they could still win the FA Cup. As well. No, they're out of the FA Cup. Are they out? They're out of the FA Cup. Oh, thank God! So right. Right? I, I Yeah, yeah, no. They're they're out of the FA Cup. They can't so that's the thing. They they, they can still do the treble, the fake the fake treble, because they they've won the League Cup. They can win the they they won the Premier League and they can win the Champions League. But the real treble, Only right? Us. The, the, the legit treble, you know, the treble for the men is the FA Cup, the Premier League, and the Champions League. So at least they can't get that. But if they win the Champions League, then that's you know that's like edging their name in like European history. You know that's like that's their competition. I mean the Premier League is already all locked up for them anyway. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's all they care about cared about anyway. This is Pep's dream. Like he's gonna do everything in his power to win that trophy, just so that he can leave earlier. You know. Yeah, I wonder where he'll go after. <sighs> Probably back to Barcelona. Honestly, I feel like that's his why wouldn't love. he? He should probably go back to Barcelona. I'm sure Messi's going to just... like, oh, so Messi won't leave Barcelona and come to City next year. Oh my God. Yeah, no, what he's going to oh stay God. with Barca. Messi's going to play till he's like 50 with, with Guardiola and they're going to win the Champions League. And that's... Yeah, but what if Guardiola's, Guardiola's like, yo, we have a better team in Manchester, so come over to the Premier League and cement your legacy. Nah, nah, I, nah, nah, nah. I don't know. if I, I don't know. And obviously, I'm not Messi, but like, I... Wouldn't you want to cement some, you know, play in the Premier League a little bit? Yeah, but can you? I just find it so funny the the concept of Messi living in Manchester. It just doesn't sit right with me. I don't think he'll like it. But what I'm trying to say is like the only thing Ronaldo has over Messi that he's done it. He's won leagues in Italy. In, in Spain and in England uh, and um, England. So, and I think Ronaldo's closer to winning a world cup than Messi is right now as well. I think next year, Portugal, I mean, they got a pretty stacked squad. So just for the, for the goat uh, debate. Yeah. Bruno. 
Yeah. Yeah. The good old goat debate. Yeah. We're not going to, we're not going to get into that debate here. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's probably going to wrap it us for wrap it up for us here. Um, on this episode, uh, again, you know, we're going to be back here next week, breaking down, um, you know, some, some reaction after a game against Roma, as well as our weekend fixture Liverpool against, ooh, big one. What do you biggie, mean talk biggie, about biggie. that? <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess we should talk. I, talk it's just the mid-table that. team. I'm not really worried about it, so. Ooh, true, 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 true. Yeah, man, Liverpool's been a shock of the season for me, man. I didn't expect them to just kind of tank this hard. Um, and I'm loving every second of it. I don't think they'll make it to the Champions League. They'd still have a chance, obviously, but the like, last weekend was a bit of a huge blow. I think they'll. I think they'll squeeze in. I think over they'll squeeze Chelsea? in. I think over West Ham. But Chelsea has that four spot. Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And Leicester's still up in there too. Huh? Yeah, yeah, they won yeah, today, so exactly. they're still kind of. It's looking like Le- last weekend they conceded. Liverpool in the Europa League. Oh man. Yeah, that would be like one of the worst like um, Premier League defending seasons for a team, right? At least they have an excuse, though, right? With like all their injuries. Yeah. Yeah, but still, they still have great players. I just, I they're just, I mean, yeah, their center back situation is a bit a bit funky. Uh, but they just they weren't even able to score goals with like their their front line. So yeah. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah, you know. It's going to be a big game. Um, again, like if if we lose, okay, losing against Liverpool, it's not good, but I'll live, you know? Yeah, we'll live. That's the thing. It's not like, uh, it's not like do or die. It's not like earlier in the season when, when we played Liverpool and there was more at stake and we're fighting for top four and stuff. Uh, it's a bit different. We're, we're looking down. We're looking down now. They're looking up. So uh I mean I mean yeah. I'm okay with a draw to be honest cuz like we still need to like distance ourselves from Leicester as well. We're only 5 points above them. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. 5 points and and there's still 5 games left. So like we we can't just slide into complacency, right? Yeah. Uh so you know dropping more points against Liverpool wouldn't wouldn't be great, but you know, it'll be it'll be an interesting game. Yeah. I don't know. What else is there to say? It's just, it's just kind of, it's like we're we're at the end of the season now, and you know, I think more or less people kind of know where where they're finishing. Yeah, exactly. For, like, if we were in the thick of the top four race, like I'd be caring about this weekend so much more. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but if we, that being said, though, if, if if we lose this and then we lose again the weekend after, all of a sudden, we're asking questions. Right, Leicester could still drop points. They they look. They I I'm not, I'm still not convinced by Leicester. Yeah, I mean we are we are, we are twelve points off of fifth. And also Chelsea and Leicester play late in the season. I think they play each other last day. Uh, last is that so? Or is, do we play Leicester at the end of the season? Like I know Leicester and Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, bro. Let me tell you. Let me tell. I just looked at Chelsea's schedule. Let me tell you. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, the month of May for Chelsea. May first, they play Fulham. Eh, that's a win. Dub. Dub. Uh, Wednesday, May fifth, they play Real Madrid. Okay. Three days later, 
May 8th, they play Manchester City. Okay. May 12th, they play Arsenal. Could go either way, to be honest. Three days later, they play Leicester. Uh, there's a bit of a scheduling issue there, actually, between the FA Cup and the EPL because they're supposed to play Leicester as well. Probably reschedule, I, I assume. So they're going to play the FA Cup final, I think, on the 15th. And then they're going to reschedule their, their Premier League game. And then May 23rd, they play Aston Villa. So they probably have the toughest schedule to uh, to maintain. But, you know, they're fourth and they're playing, they're playing really well. So I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, yeah. I think, who do we have left? This is Leicester. That's tricky. I think we have to play Aston Villa away as well. That's not, that won't be easy my opinion yeah so we got let's see here we got so in the month of may we have liverpool uh roma aston villa luster city fulham and wolves so doable doable i don't think wolves are as good as they were last year so yeah no they're they're kind of limping through and that you know i think fulham's already or they're going to be relegated already at that point yeah and then aston villa is also trailed off a bit luster will be interesting uh, they might if Leicester slips more by before we play them, then there's going to be a lot on the line for them. Yeah, and they're going to be kind of battling out with Chelsea. So, you know, some in- interesting fixtures, but for, for the most part, I think I think we can plan for Champions League next year. Knock, knock on wood. You know, you never know. But yep, overall, it's been a good season. So, okay, for real this time, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, we're going to catch you guys back next week. And uh, yeah, again, you know, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Stratford chat where we have just banger memes all the time. So um, road to 1 million followers on the Twitter account, Chris Um, count on it. And uh, yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.